What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hey guys, Bill Spadia here. Welcome back to the Speaking Podcast. We have been following the newsmakers uh, out and about in New Jersey. The fight continues. As we record this, we have surpassed 435 days of 15 to stop the spread. And despite the fact that the governor caved in on the mask mandate, the reality is we've still got a crushed economy. We've got a government that is not paying attention. We've got masks on children. We have everything but the science being listened to. And uh, one of the casualties, I'm not going to say victim, I'm going to say casualties because you can, there's still that fight coming back, has been our small business community. Our small business community was absolutely devastated during 14 months of a lockdown. The estimate now is 30% of small businesses won't come back. Now, very few small businesses had the ability, the courage, or the even the thinking to stand up to this guy. Everybody seemed to think, oh, it'll end soon if we just get along to go along. Well, that hasn't happened, and here we are a year and a half in. Joining me now, Ian Smith, one of the real uh, champions of the regular folks in New Jersey who have been devastated by the governor's egregious power grab and trampling of our civil rights. Ian Smith is a co-owner of Attilus Gym in Belmar, New Jersey. Ian, good to talk to you. How are you? Good to talk to you. It's been a while, Bill. It's been a while, man, since I had you on the radio. And and look, you guys have been fighting this out. Let, let's go back to the beginning because you have made national news, I suspect international news. People know your name. They know Attilus Gym. Uh, take us back to the beginning of this. Here you've run this successful gym for many years. Government comes in and says, not essential. You're closed down. Um, so actually, Frank and I had just bought the gym eight months prior uh, wow. to, to the original lockdown. So both of us had been in business for a while. I was I was a personal trainer for about 10 years. Frank had run Rock Bottom Nutrition, which is a, a nutrition shop of 25 years. We had worked alongside of each other uh, for years, and, and we decided to, to buy Attila's Gym, which at the time was a, an absolute dumpster fire of a gym. It had about a hundred people a day coming in, but we knew we could fix it. We believed in our work ethic. We believed in our mission. Uh, and in a, in a matter of months, we turned it around and we had a successful business. We were uh, not only able to pay our bills, but we were getting to the point where we were going to be able to hire a full staff and, and we were ready to rock and roll as a, as a, as a, a, a roaring and upcoming gym. Um, and all of a sudden 14 days to slow the spread came along and, you know, um, unwillingly but but um we, we we did oblige to to those 14 days back then i think everybody um 
kind of didn't know what was going on. You know, we all know the story. Everybody was a little scared. So we said, all right, you know, it sounds, sounds like a slippery slope, but you know, we'll do it for the greater good. We'll shut down. Um, and Frank and I didn't, didn't stop coming to work. There was plenty of work to still be done. So we were here, we were updating, renovating, and we knew that business was going to look a little different on the other side of it. So we were paying attention, uh, which is the number one thing that that was really, really important for us is we paid attention to the science. We wanted to learn everything we could about COVID, how it was transmitted, how we could stop spread, how we could keep people safe, um, all of that. And um, very quickly, we realized how political it was. On day 11, when they passed the single biggest economic stimulus bill uh, in American history to the tune of $2.6 trillion, Frank and I knew it was bogus. Um, whether it was a manufactured crisis um, or it was one that, um, an, an opportunistic one, you know, uh, we saw politicians start to run with it. And um, right then we decided that, that we were going we to figure out how to reopen because we knew that in three days at that time, we weren't going to reopen. And lo and behold, it never did. Two weeks turned into three, three turned into a month. A month was very quickly approaching two. And Frank and I decided we're going to open. Um, and we did our homework. And when we opened, we did it because we knew we were going to get pushback from the government. But what was really concerning was the mistreatment of small business versus how big business was pretty much just allowed to do whatever they wanted. Um, no, you know, that's that's something that we're all aware of. and We've all been very aware of. But we went so far above and beyond the uh, required safety protocols for big business that it would be absurd to try to shut us down. Um, and and in, in typical government fashion. Like what, Ian? What, what did you do? Because I, I love what you said. You like you followed the science. You're like, OK, we got a virus that's out there. Let, let's let's play along with following the science to make sure people feel comfortable. And then we're not spreading it in our gym. What did you specifically do? Uh, we actually had a 15-point safety protocol. So we, we did all of the things that, that were required of businesses already. Uh, we were taking temperatures. We had capacity restrictions. Uh, we social distanced the entire gym, uh, moved uh, heavy equipment. Nothing in the gym within, was within six feet of each other. The entire floor had markings in open space when, when there was big areas where people could work out. There was markings on the floor that would show six feet. Um, but then we went above and beyond. We got uh, air purifiers um, that were class two medical devices, um, hydroxyl generators that, that use uh, moisture from the air to create uh, hydroxyl molecules, which have absolutely no risk for human consumption. You can run them around the clock and consume them. Uh, it cleans the air 99.9% .9 virus and bacteria free. They run around the clock circulating 30,000 square cubic feet of air per minute. So it was cleaning the facility at all times. It also cleans the surfaces. Each member had a spray bottle, their own spray bottle with hydroxyl cleaner. Again, safe for human consumption. Uh, doesn't irritate the skin. Uh, if, you, if you get it on you, it's okay. Each person had their own spray bottle. They were spraying and wiping as they go. In the beginning, we did have a mask mandate. Uh, we had temperature checks. We had a health questionnaire. Pretty much everything you could possibly think of. We had shut down areas that we didn't know how to clean. Any soft surfaces like uh, mats and ropes we took out in the meantime if we couldn't figure out how to clean it and keep it safe, it was removed. Um, so we, we purposely did that because we knew that they were gonna try to shut us down. And we wanted to, to highlight the absurdity that you could slap a, um, a cloth face covering on at Walmart and Lysol wipe the front of your cart and just have a free for all in the store. There were no capacity restrictions for these big businesses. They weren't even keeping track of who was coming in. We've still done that. Um, even to today, we have 100, 
195,000 visits to the facility, and we have detailed record of every single person who's been in, what their temperature was, what time they were here, what days they were here, how often they've been here. Um, so we, we did that because we wanted to, to point out the hypocrisy of it and the double standard where in typical fashion, big business and, and, and government were marching in lockstep. Meanwhile, the average American, the middle class American, the hardworking small business people, the people that work for small businesses were getting absolutely crushed by this. Let me ask you about the masks. So I've been on a mission against these masks from Go. It's made my head explode when you read the box and it tells you it doesn't stop viruses. Then you look at some studies. Then the Danish study came out. Clearly, the evidence is overwhelming. Even even uh, Fauci interviews from you know years past talking about how ineffective the masks are. Uh, the Swedes proved the point, I think, beyond any reasonable doubt without anybody masking up, even on public transportation. And uh, and they had very little spread, almost no second wave whatsoever. So uh, when did you make the decision that the masks were done? Uh, after they 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 locked our doors. Um, the, the first week we reopened, we were open Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Uh, we closed down Thursday because that's when the health department shutdown came in. Uh, we reopened on Friday, and on Friday night, they, they physically changed our locks. Uh, and we were locked out of the business for, for three weeks at that time, or about three weeks. When we reopened after we got the locks off, uh, we decided, hey, we're not going to play nice anymore. Uh, we, we, try, we, tried to, we, we tried to give them something to work with, and they didn't want to work with any of it. Um, and by that time, we were about three, three and a half months in, and the science had really begun to, to clarify that masks were, were a, a, a theatrical uh, virtue signal more than anything. You know, what, what we were about from the beginning was not only reopening our gym, but we wanted to create a blueprint for any small business, any business, any school, any place, any church in the country to be able to take what we did and apply it to their own setting and reopen safely. So it was always about keeping people safe and masks, masks are, it's, it's theatrics. You know, we'd rather spend our time and our energy and our money doing things that really matter, like these hydroxyl generators. They're not, they're, they're not cheap, but every any small business in the country could afford one um, and they could put that in there. Every school in the country could have one of these in there. Um, and that's a real and legitimate device um, that's going to help improve people's health. You know, the, the, the masks were theatrics, and, and by that time, it became very, very clear. And, and we weren't going to play that game anymore, you know. Um, and to be honest, even when we did reopen originally, we weren't a fan of the masks. Uh, but because we were doing something so dramatic, it was, um, it was a, a sacrifice we sort of made uh, in order to, to keep the, uh, the naysayers and the negative, you know, sort of criticism at bay and, and, and show people that we were trying to be safe. But once it became clear <laughs> around month three, um, and, and Frank and I, that all we have done for the past year is study this stuff, whether it's masks, whether it's virus, whether it's the, the, the political structure, we've been, we've been reading and learning. It's, it's our full-time jobs. And like you said, the, the evidence is overwhelming um, that, that slapping a surgical mask on your face uh, or, a, or a bandana over your nose is not going to keep anybody safe. In fact, the only thing it's going to do is be detrimental to your physical health, your mental, your mental health, uh, your emotional health, especially with these young children who are still being required to wear these things. And apparently also in the fall, 
as I've heard from Governor Murphy. That That's an amazing thing that the governor was so, and, and he was defeated. And now at the time of this uh, airing, uh, going on two weeks ago, where where the Republicans got a backbone in the assembly, and some of the Democrats um, stood up and said, "No, no, we're not going to give you permanent powers," um, and and that caused him to then rescind the mask mandate. But it's almost like he felt he sounded bitter at that press conference that he's still going to make the kids wear it, um, even yeah. though literally all the evidence shows children unaffected by coronavirus. I mean, literally minuscule, minuscule amount of kids affected. And those kids would have to be severely compromised to get hurt by coronavirus. And then it's been proven beyond a doubt over the past 14 months, kids are not super spreaders. The, the, uh, the teachers in Sweden, another great example. Uh, actually, we have two examples. Georgia opened their schools um, late last spring, and they had to struggle to find one teacher that had been sick. And they've never released how many comorbidities she had. In Sweden, no teachers got sick. As a matter of fact, they showed, well, some got sick. They showed that they had a 57%, uh, they were 57% less likely to need medical attention. So the teachers being exposed to the kids were actually healthier because of their immune system. So it's it's madness. So so let's go back. Go ahead. No, say that point. That's it right there. It's, we've forgotten um, and we've been we've been tricked into thinking that we're so fragile that we need all these layers of protection. You need you need a mask, you need a double mask, you need a vaccine, you need a booster shot, you need this. Our immune system is the most beautiful, one of the most beautifully designed biological machines in 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 all of existence. But it doesn't work when you isolate it. It doesn't work when you don't allow it to interact with the world around it. There's a reason kids don't get sick. You know, with coronavirus, it's because their their immune system's learning. It's it's supposed you're supposed to touch doorknobs. You're supposed <laughs> to shake hands. You know, you're supposed to walk through somebody's sneeze. It's not going to kill you. Uh, from from 2019 all the way before, nobody was worried about any of this stuff. And overnight, they've turned the world into a bunch of emotional um, emotional germaphobes who can't see that their body is not fragile. It's not and it, it's it, the the. The classrooms are a perfect example of it because these kids are so resilient uh, physically and, and they're just being held back by, the, by these bureaucrats and these politicians who don't have a clue what they're doing. So let's go back to the, uh, you, you got the, the locks off after uh, three weeks. Was that through your lawyers or did you just take the locks off? How did that, ha- how did that happen? Uh, a little bit of both. We actually, uh, we actually changed the locks without telling anybody again. Um, <laughs> but we did go through the courts because we have uh, rock bottom nutrition, which is an essential store in here. Um, once we notified the attorney general that he, that he had illegally, um, well, he had, he had illegally closed the gym anyway, but he had illegally shut down a, an essential business. They were very quick to turn over the keys. How about that? Caught yeah. them at their own game. Um, yep. at, at what point did uh, did they seize money from you? Uh, so that was, oh man, that was, uh, I guess, September. Um, after they had received the judgment, um, $15,000 a day um, for, for various punishments, for being open, for not mandating masks, uh, for violating... Um, uh, uh, capacity limits, even though there's no possible way that they, they could ever prove that in court. It doesn't matter. Judge Robert Lugie being the lapdog he is signs off on all this. Um, and they, uh, they got a judgment against us to the tune of, I believe, $200,000, something like that. And, 
Um, one day, uh, Frank was checking the bank account like he does every morning. Frank is the numbers guy. He's the, uh, he's the brains of the operation. He keeps track of all that. And he has his routine. And every morning he checks the bank account and he's checking the bank account. And he turned around and he said, they took it all. Um, they completely emptied our bank account to the tune of $173,000, uh, without warning in the middle of ongoing litigation, uh, knowing full well where that money came from. You know, uh, for those who don't know, we haven't charged memberships since April 1st of last year when we suspended our billing. Uh, all of our money comes from donations, um, and those donations are expressly um, earmarked for our legal defense fund uh, and for the ability to pay our bills and stay open. They're not used for anything else. Um, so that was a, a, a clear, a clear and blatant violation of our right to defend ourselves in a court of law. Um, but again, it doesn't matter in their eyes. Where are you now with uh, going back after them? I mean, you, you're up to what one and a half million in fines, and um, I, I imagine donations are still coming in. I know my son uh, loves working out. He's been down there two or three awesome. times a week. Yeah, Takes his buddies awesome. down. They love it, man. They love it. It's it's a great atmosphere. And you know, my my kids, uh, you know, we stayed open as a family. We had the kids boxing in our garage. They would literally hide the bikes around the corner so we didn't get harassed by anybody seeing that there were a team of kids coming over. We just refused to lock down. You know, you know, I haven't worn a mask since this thing started. I just, you know, the, the fight started when you realized immediately this was not going to turn out well. The government was coming for us as a middle class, as working Americans. And I think, uh, you know, you look at, you mentioned the stimulus package. That has only gotten worse. You've got people now being paid to stay home. There are some people that went from a $40,000 job to a $50,000 job. The $40,000, they had to work. The $50,000, they're sitting on their couch. And, yeah. and, you know, government has created a class of dependence. And if you really look at it, government has done this in our inner cities for decades, keeping people down, trying to, you know, keeping them oppressed, not creating opportunity, just throwing money. Now they're doing it for everybody. So uh, I, I can get off on a tangent. We could talk for an hour about that. But but wh where are you now in terms of the fight? We are looking at uh, the start of summer. Memorial Day is behind us. The summer months are here. The rest of the country has proved the point. Texas, uh, Georgia, Florida, Tennessee, the Dakotas, even California loosened up their restrictions before New Jersey. But New Jersey is still in this mentality. And Ian, I don't think it's just the government. I think there are a lot of people out there. Um, psychologists are talking about people afraid to take the mask off because they've been conditioned. Scary that Americans got conditioned that quickly. But where are you in the fight? Because you're someone that your voice is being listened to by tens of thousands of other business owners across the state that didn't have the ability to fight back the way you did. And I, I appreciate one thing um, that you've never called yourself a victim. You are always in the fight mentality. This is just one more battle that you've got to overcome. So where are you in that battle? Uh, so we have been stuck in the state courts this entire time. We were, we were um, prohibited from getting into the federal court system. We actually had a federal lawsuit against um, Murphy, Judith Persichelli, um, the uh, all the attorney generals, um, uh, Pat Callahan, and uh, Governor Murphy laid a nice little roadblock early because he knew what we were going to do. Uh, he hit us with criminal charges early. So what that does essentially is it gives a, a federal judge who doesn't have a backbone uh, the ability to say, come back when there's no criminal charges in the state. So we've wow. been stuck in front of this one judge. His name is uh, Judge Robert Lugie. 
Uh, he just so happens to be an appointed judge. Uh, he just so happens to be up for tenure this year. So um, whether or not he agrees with Murphy, he does everything that Murphy tells him to right. do because he's got that tenure. He's got this guy by the balls. Um, so honestly, the, the whole year we've been taking our losses in front of this judge. We haven't been able to get a fair shot. Uh, he actually said uh, in our last hearing, uh, um, and, and this isn't a direct quote, but it's as close as I can get it. Um, if you're here with a constitutional argument, you're in the wrong court. Wow. Uh, which was uh, Frank and I were our, our jaws hit the ground uh, when when he said that, because I don't know. I don't know how a judge says that and, and is able to even keep his job. Uh, but regardless, we had our, our last hearing in front of uh, Robert Lugie about two weeks ago. He fined us another hundred twenty five thousand um, dollars and he actually pierced the LLC at the request of Governor Murphy and Attorney General Stephen Slocum. So Frank and I are being held personally liable for that $125,000. Our houses are at risk. Our personal finances are at risk. Our cars are at risk. Uh, our family's assets are at risk. Um, so now um, we have, uh, we're fighting on multiple fronts. We are suing the township of Belmar for the, for the illegal revocation of our business license. We just put in some Oprah requests because we want to, we want to see emails and phone calls uh, and, 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 and see where the order came from. Uh, so that's going on. We also have uh, open criminal charges. These are new. The Camden County prosecutor has, so we're, we're suing the township of Belmar for the illegal revocation of our business license. We actually just put in an Oprah request. Uh, we wanna see the town's emails. We were actually tipped off early when uh, this town council meeting occurred that they just took our business license. We were told what the vote was going to be and who was gonna vote in favor for us. Only one man, a Democrat, Paul DeAngelis, uh, broke rank and said, I will absolutely not support this. So we knew it ahead of time. So we're looking for information uh, for that. We're going to sue them. Um, they have that, they had absolutely no right to take our business license. Their reasoning for it was we had committed a crime, uh, but we have not been convicted of any crimes and we're actively uh, fighting those. So we couldn't even speak on them in, in time. And the second reason was that we were a, uh, a danger to the public. And when we asked for an example or evidence, the best that they can come up with is that people that go to the dollar store next door felt threatened by the gym being open. Um, so needless to say, they took the business license uh, and that was a command that came down obviously from Governor Murphy and we intend to prove that uh, and we'll sue the township doing it. We'll get our business license back. That's in the works. We also have uh, new criminal charges, seven criminal contempt of court charges against Frank and I. Uh, with the Camden County prosecutors, we have new criminal attorneys handling that. Um, that'll be sort of developing soon. And then now that we're out of Judge Robert Lugie's courtroom, we can finally begin um, to, to go to the appellate division and to work our way into the federal system. That's where we're at right now. Actually, after I get off of this call with you, we have a, a meeting with our legal team, which started as, um, as two lawyers who actually turned tail and ran. Um, and now we have uh, one guy who has turned into a team of four. Um, we have some some constitutional experts at the federal level helping us. And we're going to we're going to blaze on through the appellate division and we're going to we're going to head into federal court. And now it's time to go on the offensive. Now that we're out of this, uh, this Judge Robert Lugie's courtroom, we intend to come directly for Murphy. And I, I love it. I love it. I love it.
the fight. It's all about offense. I'm here to help you uh, identify. I've been, I've been telling has more than doubled. And what that tells me is that people are looking for a voice of strength and courage. And uh, guys like you are a huge part of that. So uh, first of all, what link, do, where do I send people if they want to donate to your fund? Uh, so the website is theattilisgym.com. That's T-H-E-A-T-I-L-I-S.com. Not to be confused with the other Attilis gyms. Um, we are the one and only. Um, on there, you can find a link to our, our merchandise, uh, our website, all that stuff. There is a link if you want to donate. There's uh, there's information about the gym, anything like that. If you want to get involved, that is all the information right there. Well, and Ian, I'm putting my money where my mouth is. I've got a house full of T-shirts. So I, I told my son, I'm like, look, you're working out for free. Buy the shirts. So Yes, he's always sporting one, and so are his friends. We, you know, we love – we have, we, have, we have such a range of people here, and it's such an amazing thing to see. We have people come from all over the state. We actually have people come from Philadelphia on a daily basis, Delaware on a daily basis. Um, and I love, I, I love to see everybody in here, but I love to see the younger kids in here because yeah. it's, it, it gives me hope that the, the younger generation isn't buying this BS. Um, and your son is a perfect example of it, and so are his friends, and we're happy to have him here. Awesome. Thank you, Ian. I appreciate that hospitality. Look, keep the fight, keep the faith. I'm here as a resource. So we're going to get this uh, posted, publicized, get that website out. Let's check. And I know you're as busy as anybody in the state. So if you have some time, let's let's check in four weeks from now, do it on a monthly basis and say, where are you? What do we need to do? And if anything comes up in the meantime, uh, the, the, uh, the, the mic is yours. You just call the show. Absolutely. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you, Ian. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the, did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try.